Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, email it to me, adam at adamsweb.us, and be sure and rate the show on iTunes. Remember, my uh, book, Speed Trap, is available as a paperback or an ebook through Kindle. It's my latest superhero comedy novel, so I encourage you to pick that up today. But now it's time for today's episode of Superman. The original air date, January the 30th of 1948. And it's Dead Man's Secret, Part 13. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with amazing physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, wages a never-ending battle for truth and justice. Today, with only hours remaining before a great disaster is scheduled to strike the Earth, Superman, disguised as reporter Clark Kent, summons the man who may still be able to prevent the disaster, Robert Archer. Now is the time for you to go into action, Mr. Archer. Hey, what do you mean, Mr. Kent? The doctor said we can see Freddy the midget. We can now? Yes, he's pretty weak, but it's just possible you can get the information we need from him. If you're successful, we may still be able to prevent the disaster. Then take me to Freddy, Mr. Kent. Hurry. <laughs> Well, gang, today is the day we tell you when the prize winners in the Superman Hidden Word Contest will be announced. And I can tell you it's set to happen sooner than you expect. But before I go any further, I'd like to say on behalf of the producers of the Superman program, the Mutual Network, and the station to which you are listening, that we are very grateful for your wonderful response. And we sincerely wish it were possible for each of you to get a prize. It is particularly gratifying also to see how well most of you understand the real underlying meaning of the phrase... All men are created equal. And we like to think, at least we hope, that Superman helped you to understand the evil of prejudice and the true spirit of tolerance. Incidentally, nearly everyone, with very few exceptions, got the five hidden words correct. So it then became the judge's job to base their decisions on the quality of the short little essays regarding the meaning of the phrase. And that, believe me, was a very, very tough job, because most of them were so good. But the big job, and it was a big job, is over now. And before the program is over, I'll tell you exactly when we will begin reading the names of the lucky winners. So keep listening. And now, the adventures of Superman. Realizing he was about to die, a famous nuclear physicist named Sir Hubert Clay 
hypnotized Freddy, his midget companion, and confided the secret of an atomic sun weapon to him with instructions to find and reveal the secret to a former assistant named Robert Archer, who would then be able to prevent a world catastrophe due to strike on February 1st. Freddy appealed to Superman for aid, and the Man of Steel located Robert Archer. But before he could bring Archer and Freddy together, the midget was abducted by the boot, an evil international conspirator who had ambitions to rule the world. Through devious means, the boot forced Freddy to reveal Sir Hubert's secret, then fled by plane to a distant mountaintop near the Swiss border, where the famous scientist had set up his amazing device. There, after attempting to kill his guide, a former friend of Sir Hubert's, the boot himself was struck down by the badly wounded guide. Now, as the time set for Sir Hubert's device to shatter the world draws nearer and nearer, Superman and his guise of reporter Clark Kent leads Robert Archer into the hospital room where the tiny Freddy, saved from death by Superman, lies propped up in a large bed. Freddy, this is Robert Archer. How do you do, Freddy? Uh, are you really Robert Archer? Yes, I am. You were formerly the assistant to my late master, Sir Hubert Clay. That's right. How... Dear, if only I could be sure. Take my word for it, Freddy. This is the real Robert Archer. Oh, it isn't that, that I don't believe you, Mr. Kent, but, well, I I made one frightful mistake, you know. I know, Freddy, but the only way we can stop the boot is by letting Mr. Archer hypnotize you so you can reveal to him all Sir Hubert told you. If, if I could only be sure he's Robert Archer. I am Robert Archer, Freddy, believe me. And I give you my word he is, Freddy. Uh, very well, Mr. Kent. All right, Mr. Archer. Whenever you're ready. That a boy, Freddy. Fine. Uh, would you leave us alone, please, Mr. Kent? Oh, yes, yes, of course. I'll be waiting in the lounge. Good. Now, Freddy, just look steadily into my eyes and listen to me. Well, Mr. Archer, did it go all right? Yes, Freddy told me everything, and it's just as I suspected. Sir Hubert Clay did succeed in harnessing the atomic power of the sun. He did, eh? Yes, and he created an amazing device to direct the nuclear fission in an unbroken chain reaction to any part of the world he wished. Yes, yes, but what about the... Let me finish, please. Sorry. To discourage wars, he had prepared a demonstration for the world's political leaders, in which he was going to demolish a large group of unpopulated islands in the Arctic Sea. But as you know, before he could go through with the demonstration, he was killed by the boot. Yes, I know that. Sir Hubert must have had a premonition that he was going to be killed. So he told Freddy the location and the manner in which his sun weapon could be controlled. Oh, thank heaven Freddy was able to tell you all about it in time. Now we can But wait. He didn't tell me in time. What? We're too late, Kent. We're too late. What do you mean? This is 11.30 of January 31st. In just half an hour, it'll be February the 1st. Oh, ridiculous. It's only 5.30 in the afternoon. Yes, yes, our time, but it's 11.30 over there. Over where? Europe on the Swiss border. And there's no way on earth I could get there in time. So, you see... There is a way to get there on time. Oh, you're out of your mind, man. It's thousands of miles away. Why, the fastest plane would take a day to get there. You wait right here. I'll arrange your transportation. Heavens. Hello, Mr. Archer. You ready for a fast trip to the Alps? Hey, who who are you? I'm Superman. Superman? That's right. I understand from Clark Kent there isn't a second to waste. So, up with this window. Now, up with you, Mr. Archer. Uh, but, but, but wait. Hang on. Up and away! <laughs> 
Leaping up from the Metropolis Hospital with Robert Archer in his arms, Superman takes a quick bearing from the sun, then streaks eastward across Metropolis and out over the Atlantic Ocean. Like a star whirling through the heavens, he flashes over the great sea, across England, across France, and hurtles on to where the great range of the Alps Mountains shoulders across the continent. For a moment, the Man of Steel slows briefly to question the breathless Robert Archer. Then he streaks onward again, bearing southeast. Suddenly, he sights his destination. I think I see the cave you described, Mr. Archer. It... Quick, Scott, hang on. We're going down. Look, Superman. That's the booth on the floor, and... Merciful heavens, he's dead. All right, forget about him for the moment, Mr. Archer. We've got yeah, to see him. But this other man, he's still alive. Good, good. We'll see about him later. Now, this silvery rod hanging from the ceiling, it's almost touching this rotating globe of the world. Is yes, this the... Yes, yes, that rod is the contact point of Sir Hubert's sun weapon. When it touches the globe, the atomic power of the sun will be unleashed on that part of the world. Great Scott, at the rate it's dropping, it'll touch the globe any instant. Yes, I know. Did Freddy tell you how to stop this thing? Yes, yes, he said Sir Hubert's instructions were to turn the fourth dial of this wall panel. But I can't turn it. Here, wait a minute. Let me do it. Why, it won't turn. Are you sure this is the right dial, Mr. Archer? Yes, yes. But great heavens. I I know why it won't turn. Why? Because contact has already been made with the sun. What? The full force of the sun is controlling that dial. Oh, no. Yes. Yes, it's, it's almost midnight of January 31st. We're too late. The rod will reach the globe any minute, and then... Well, there's only one thing to do, then. Break the rod. No, Superman. Don't touch that rod, or you'll surely blow us and the whole world of kingdom come. Great, Scott. What can we do, then? I don't know. I'm afraid we're too late to do anything. Helpless, apparently doomed, Superman and Robert Archer stare in horrified fascination at the long, gleaming, silvery rod which has now almost reached the revolving globe. What will happen? We'll be back in a moment for the amazing climax of today's episode. So keep listening. Okay, gang, here it is, the big news. So listen carefully. On Monday, that's Monday, February 2nd, this coming Monday, we will begin to read the names of the 1,000 lucky winners of the Superman Hidden Word Contest. That's right. This coming Monday, February 2nd, is the day on which we will begin to read the names of the contest winners. Now, I'm sure you can understand that it is impossible for us to announce as many as 1,000 names in one day, or even a few days. Because if we tried to do that, there would be no time left for the adventures of Superman. So here's what we're going to do. Every day for 10 days, we will announce 100 names. And if you don't hear your name mentioned on the first, second, or third day, just keep on listening because you never can tell when you will hear it. And you don't want to miss the thrill of learning that you are a prize winner by hearing it announced on the air. Now remember, this coming Monday, February 2nd, we begin to announce the names of Superman contest winners on this program. Don't miss the thrill of hearing your name read as one of the lucky thousand. And now... Back to the adventures of Superman. 
a circular mountaintop cave where the gleaming silvery rod with its diamond tip has almost reached the revolving globe of the world, Robert Archer cries out, We, perhaps the whole world, are doomed, Superman. Not yet, Mr. Archer. Up with you and this unconscious chap here. What are you going to do? I'm going to take you and this wounded fellow, whoever he is, to the village at the bottom of the mountain. Then I'm coming back here to do a job. Up and away! Now, those two out of danger, I can work more freely. First, I'll have another try at this dial. can't turn it. But I must. If I don't, some part of the world, maybe all of it will be blown to bits. I've got to move it somehow. Despite all the power of the sun that controls it. Because it's almost on the globe. And in another instant... Oh, I must stop it. I must. Come on, you turn. Oh. Great Scott. I pulled the dial out of the wall. Now what? As Superman wrenches the control dial from the rock wall, a terrific explosion seeming to start somewhere deep inside the massive concrete oven on which the globe stood erupts and blows the entire peak of the mountain toward the sky, leaving a great gaping hole where hundreds of tons of rock and soil and snow had been. There's a flashing radiation in the sky as if a million Roman candles have been set off. And then the radiation is gone. And except for a vast yawning crater in the mountain where Sir Hubert's cave had been, all is now serene. Superman's titanic strength averted a world of disaster. But the man of steel himself lies in the valley below the shattered mountain under tons and tons of soil and stone. Motionless he lies, his eyes closed, his red and blue costume scorched and ripped to threads. Long moments go by. Then from the tiny village, Robert Archer and a handful of awe-stricken natives rush into the moonlit valley. But they do not see Superman under the mountain of debris, where he lies hunched and unmoving. Can this be the end of Superman? Has he, in saving the world from destruction, forfeited his own life? There's a stunning surprise in store for you in Monday's thrilling episode, fellows and girls. So don't miss it. Tune in, same time, same station, for the smashing climax of Dead Man's Secret on The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC Comics Magazine and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time. This program came from New York. Stay tuned to your mutual station for Captain Midnight, which follows in just a moment. And right after Captain Midnight, you will hear Tom Mix and his Ralston Straight Shooters. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System.